the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. And today is episode three of six. On the Vata Derangement Syndrome. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. And we're back, but first, did you subscribe, share on all the social media um, with people you like and don't like, people you know and don't know, and all that stuff? Yep. So share, like, follow, tweet, retweet. No, we don't have Twitter. Okay. And uh, a big thank you to Jane, a yoga teacher in Sempit, Florida, who likes to keep it real. A kick butt yoga teacher in Sempit, Florida, who wants to keep it real. Yes. Yes. Now, today is week three of the Vata Derangement Syndrome. And the first two weeks, we talked about uh, the qualities of Ayurveda and how they're creating some of how a lot of these, a lot of people feel right now. Yes. And so we talked about. We talked about the subtle and gross. And then we talked about uh, the dry and oily. And this week, we're going to mainly talk about the Ayurvedic uh, of uh, the mobile and static. Okay, so what does mobile in Ayurveda mean? Uh, so mobile is about movement, right? <laughs> that's, that's good enough. We that are sounds done. good, yep. Uh, so one of the very important uh, pairs of qualities in Ayurveda is the mobile and static. And that's one of the ones that uh, are mostly used, right? Uh, exactly. One of the most common ones because in terms of our brain and in terms of our emotions not all qualities apply to everything okay uh so but uh, in terms of our uh, mental state and in terms of our emotional state the mobile and static pair is very very applicable uh, the mobile quality is one of the qualities of the vada dosha uh, the static quality is one of the main qualities of the kapha dosha both qualities are great to a certain degree depending on the context what do you mean um okay uh, a, the the mobile how does the mobile quality um manifest in our mental state it has to do with our, our thoughts our thoughts come and go our thoughts can come faster and go faster our thoughts can be more in control of our our control uh, or less in our control same with our emotions we are happy we are sad we are uh, uh, uh scared uh, we are not uh, we are um uh, we cry um we don't, uh, we don't <laughs> right so 
up and down, up and down, up and down. Uh, and that's how the mobile. And, and that's how the mobile manifests. Uh, the opposite of mobile, the static, is I am consistent. Okay. Doesn't matter what anybody tells me, doesn't matter uh, what's happening around me, I am consistent. Even tempered? Is that what it would be called? Can it also mean, though, that you're not willing to look at other people's? Is that also static? Uh, that goes more into dance. Ah. Uh, that, that's it. Okay. I, that's why we say, wow. This, I'm dense. This person <laughs> is so dense, they don't get it. Okay. So yeah. static isn't dense. Static no, is static isn't a... dense. Static is uh, even. Okay, so even keeled. Even keeled, that's okay. what, the, yeah. So, so static is somebody that no matter what's thrown at them stays focused? Exactly, static would be focused? exactly, exactly. It's like a, a cool under fire or what would it be called? I don't. I'm not good with those expressions. I feel like Ziva from NCIS. Yeah. So, so being cool no matter what's going Yes, being, exactly. Being even. Even, even. Yes. That's so. So you are not a victim of you are your environment. You're not a victim of yourself. Either. You are not a victim of yourself. Is being able to control your thoughts and your emotions you are in charge you your thoughts do not run you you observe your thoughts you observe your emotions as an object so so that's where would it would this fall into it or not where you are you're focused and something bad happens but you don't do anything or if something bad happens and you still stay focused, but you continue to do things. That's, that's the key. Uh, something bad happens, you stay focused and you continue to do things accordingly. That's uh, the whole point. If something bad happens and you don't do anything about it, means you don't care. That's why the, the, in always the context matters. That's why you don't just throw a word. That's why you don't focus at the word, oh, mobile and static. That's it. Okay. It's not literal in uh, the sense of um, static. You don't do anything. Okay. It's, it's about, it's within the context. And uh, the context of Ayurveda that people forget is that it's all about you in relation to your environment and community and it's all about you in relation to something bigger than yourself you are not alone you are not the uh the whole world the the world doesn't revolve around you you are a part of something bigger than yourself and that bigger than yourself is your environment and your community 
that means that the mobile quality and the static quality in a way that helps you think and feel in relationship to your environment and your community. So for the but for the brain you want to have some mobile sometimes. Yes. But stay static. Exactly. That's account. what creates the whole concept of the flow. Okay. Is the the mobile quality and static quality in that dynamic balance. You use the mobile quality accordingly, you use the static quality accordingly. So what you mentioned that something happens and you something bad happens and you don't do anything about it, that's the static quality out of balance. Okay. Uh, you, not being able to control your thoughts and uh, all your emotions that like up and down, up and down, up and down. Uh, that's the mobile quality out of balance. Okay. So let's uh, get into being more static when we come back. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. And we're back and we were just static as you were on break. And now we're going to get a little bit mobile, right? Yes, a little bit or a lot of it. It depends. So in mobility of the brain, yeah. why is it so much of an issue right now. Uh, okay, the the vada uh, dosha is uh, primarily uh, made up of two main elements, all the elements, but two are the main ones, and it's the space or ether and the air. Okay. And uh, as we discussed in uh, uh, the first episode of this vada derangement syndrome, the uh, a space element is being uh, messed with right now. Uh, too little space for some people, too much space for others. So it's not what we were accustomed to. Yeah. It's not what our uh, natural state was. Now, when the space element is being affected, that automatically affects the other main element, which is the air element. And the air element is associated with our thoughts. Okay, why? <laughs> because that's what it is, according to Ayurveda. Our thoughts, our thoughts are a manifestation of the air element. Uh, the air element is what dominates our nervous system. Our brain. I know it dominates a part of my body sometimes. Yes. We <laughs> Do you really want to go there? But actually, actually, that is a symptom of uh, the air element being out of balance 
within your body. Uh, the too much gas, I assume that's what that's you mean, what I'm right? Talking about. Bloating and gas and all that. Those are symptoms of the air element being out of balance. So, uh, and when, if you pay attention to it, when you have, so we really went there, right? Yes, <laughs> if did. you have too much uh, bloating or gas or whatever, pay attention to your thoughts and you are going to see that they are not right. <laughs> so truly, I'm stinky in truly, more than one way, huh? Truly. Yeah. Well, I actually, in Ayurveda, constipation, one way, in one uh, type, uh, what we really uh, refer to as constipation on a daily basis uh, causes constipation of the mind. Ah. Yeah. Constipated butt, constipated mind. The, so if your head is in your ass. The brains, <laughs> the brains, the three brains are communicating. Our cognitive brain, our gut brain, and our heart brain. Okay. Yeah, constipation in one of them causes constipation in the others. Okay. So, is that enough proof of why the air element is associated with our thoughts? So, I'm going to bring the air back up to our head. <laughs> Let's talk with our cognitive brain. Uh-huh. And where does this go? Uh, okay, we had uh, uh, our space was taken away from, right? Mm-hmm. We were... Uh, these days in the near past, um, we we are inside. All of that air, all of those thoughts have to have to be still going on, right? So if your space is taken away, you have more ability to use more air. Exactly, more exactly, exactly. You can't go anywhere. You cannot. Uh, expand expand your energy in the way you, you used to uh you are not seeing face to face people you were used to seeing uh you are not doing your uh, what is called the water cooler meetings and all that stuff uh so so you all of a sudden have to live in a completely different physical environment and with completely different human interaction but your brain is used to being in the way it used to be right Mm -hmm. so truly you are overthinking you are truly overthinking and everything is going to be exaggerated one way or another. Uh-huh. You cannot bounce ideas off of the people you used to be able to in the environment you used to be able to be. So, to be, you know, your usual hangouts, it's not the same anymore. So, you are exaggerating one way or another. So, everything is being taken uh, out of proportion and out of context also that follows so <clears throat> what do we do uh we are sol can't do anything <laughs> about it right <laughs> so that's how a lot of people actually feel it's like well there is nothing i can do about it no there are a lot of things we can do about it 
as long as we are willing to at least um, entertain the thought that we are in control of our thoughts and we are not victim of our thoughts. So that's too much. So we look at in terms of the qualities and we say, okay, the mobile quality is being taken uh, out of balance. Yes. What is the opposite? Have you been paying attention? Yes. Static. Static. Okay. I did good, right? Did well, good. well relatively speaking. Yeah. How do I bring the static quality in? I would go with uh, maybe, because we've talked about this in the past, doing negative visualization. Exactly. See? I yeah. often think in an Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Doing negative visualization. So when everything seems to be falling apart, where do we go? <laughs> negative visualization. For a lot of people, that's not the natural thing, right? They would say, well, I want to think positive. But if you're thinking positive and everything's still going crazy, that's just going to depress you. Exactly. That's what's happening. Go on. But if you think about what could negatively go wrong and see that you're still going to be fine, you can take that negative and turn that into, I'm, I'm going to make it. Yes, exactly. I know uh, uh, Marcus Aurelius had talked about sleep on the floor sometimes. Yes. Uh, eat just bread for the day. Yes. Learn to live differently than you are now so that it, you know that you can succeed and thrive no matter what's thrown at you. Exactly. Wear crappy clothes, right? Yep. yep. That was an... Uh, I pretty much do that every day <laughs> anyway. that every day, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's good. There is no... I love podcasts. There's no video on There this. is no yeah. video. That's right. <laughs> so, that's... Go ahead. But that's, that's, that's things that you can do to strengthen your mind in a static way instead of letting your mind go all over the place. Because if you're thinking positive that, oh, it's this, and then it doesn't happen, then you drop. So your mind is going forward and then back, forward and then back. But if you see that you can live no matter what gets thrown at you because you start thinking about negative visualization, your mind stays in one position. It doesn't bounce too forward. It stays static. And it can then see where the ability to thrive is no matter what the static is happening or what is being thrown at you. Uh, being stuck in the house is a perfect time to do a lot of what-ifs in your brain and then actually really walk those what-ifs through so that you can see that you're still going to be alive tomorrow. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's exact, that is the most effective way to be to be able to strengthen your mind so you can face no matter right. what i know for and i'm going to bring this into the yoga world you know we had three yoga studios the same one three different times we faced some really bad things but yet because of negative visualization we knew that we could make it and reopen and we did uh, when the, the bars opened up next to us yep. and told us they were going to close us. Uh, we had gang fights in front. We had a person shot in front of our studio, not one of our clients. But that's how bad it had gotten. 
but yet we turned that around and opened up a very successful studio down the road. But we still had to stay there until our, uh, whatever, our rent was lease, done, yeah. our lease was finished. Yeah. But yet we still knew that we could do it because of negative visualization. We seen that we would be able to make it through this. Exactly. And that's where studying history comes in, history of all sorts, because anything that has happened before can happen again. And probably will. Exactly. And anything that any human has been able to do, any greatness that any human has been able to do, any heroic, truly heroic act can be done by anybody. Yep. And I know that just, uh, and we proved it uh, several times that with the thousand dollars, yep, we can open up a yoga studio exactly. and turn that into a lot more. Exactly. And then you could say, oh, well, how do you get the thousand dollars? Well, you do it any way you can. Busboy, dishwasher, whatever it takes to get the money. Chop good and sell yep. good. Yeah, like that's what Ulysses uh, Grant. Yep, he Ulysses did whatever he had to do to feed his family. And that's the concept. If you know that it's only going to be a short period of time of doing this so that you can do this, it's easy. Absolutely. It's simple, not easy. It's simple. Yes. That's what you meant to say. <laughs> and uh, we'll get more specific in the negative visualization uh, when we come back. I'm visualizing negatively. <laughs> Stay tuned. So how do you do negative visualization? And that's... Actually, negative visualization is extremely easy. Simple. Simple. Nothing is easy. Quit For me, it's either. easy. <laughs> uh, first off, you have to see what positive visualization is. Positive visualization is hope. It is, I hope everything's going to be great. No matter, you know, everything's going to be great, you're still hoping everything's going to be great. I hope. Hope is a word that should be outlawed in English. Yes. Because it I, creates it creates a a, a, it's a fear a weakness in a person. Whenever they hope, they're not actually taking action. They're letting that the action come from outside. I hope I feel good. No, I feel good. It's wishful thinking. Right? Yeah. And so you have to first know that in negative visualization, there is no hope. There is only action. There is only control. It's your control over your actions. And each person is going to be different. And that's why I say it is easy. Because Simple. you have to look at what the problem is. Yeah. Each person is different. So I can't tell you what to negative visualization for. Some people it might be one thing. Some people it's going to be another thing. But everybody's going to have a different thing. And they're going to have a different way of controlling that issue. So for us, when I was dealing with the yoga studio, the negative visualization was I was seeing the studio fail. And I actually seen the studio fail, but I seen it fail before it failed. I seen how the two bars were destroying the studio. I was seeing how it was happening. And then I had to look at, okay, we are going to, they are going to destroy us. 
we are going to end up closing. And then I had to look at how do we fix it? Yes. But if I had positive, oh, I hope they go away. I hope they close. I build it so they will come yeah. and the and, bars will go away. Yep. And, yeah. and I knew that that wasn't going to happen. That was going to give me false hope. Yes. And so I seen the bars destroying us. Yes. And that gave me anger. Yep. Which gave me the ability to move forward. It didn't bring me in as a victim. It brought me in as a conqueror. So I knew what they were going to do. And I started to work toward everything to make the studio into a personal training studio. Yes. So it went from being a yoga studio yep. that brought in hundreds of people to a personal training studio that brought in a couple people at an hour, at a half hour. But I had started planning on that because I didn't have hope that the bars would close. Now, the great thing is, is we did, as a personal training studio, destroy. We made a lot of clients, we got a lot of people, and we outlasted the bars. Yes. <laughs> yep. So I could have hoped that we outlasted them, or I, what I did do was see that they were gonna close us. Yep. And then I got to figure out how we would succeed. Yep. with them closing us. But if I only hoped that they were going to allow us to stay open, we would have crashed and burned. We would have went bankrupt. We would have done a lot of things that because it would have taken us all by surprise. But because I knew what was going to happen, I then reinforced the ability to make it happen with us succeeding. Yes, exactly. And, and that's yep. where in today... Everyone needs to look at what they're afraid of, yes. what they're hoping is going to change, and then say, it's not going to. Now, what do I need to do to deal with it not changing? And how do I thrive if it doesn't change? Exactly. That's where the laser focus comes. And that's where you establish the static quality because you focus at that particular thing and then you say, okay, what can I do about it? So there are a couple of things that are going on here, actually. The negative visualization helps you conquer the fear. Your own fear. And like we said in the previous episode, everyone's fear is different. That's yes. where the whole kavaigunia uh, in Sanskrit, again. I love that Sanskrit uh, word, comes in. So you, every one of us has our own fears. Negative visualization helps us face and conquer our own fears. And by not having that concept of hope, which is too abstract, that's wishful thinking that takes our mobile thoughts all over the place, it's actually false data in mm -hmm. reality. <laughs> That's because, you know, uh, by actually focusing on that particular thing, we eliminate the false data and we, say, and we work with what's at hand. How do I deal with this? And then take action. It is actually preparing 
It's the whole concept of preparing in an Ayurvedic way for anything that will be thrown at us. That's what it is. And I know I'm going to bring it back to the studio again. I've seen us being destroyed by the two bars. Yeah. I've seen that happening. So one of the first things that we did was we started telling everyone that we're closing on this day. So we, when we closed, we didn't owe anybody money. Yep. Everybody had either gotten their classes in yes. or they were paid back. Yep. So we closed without owing any student, any client, any teacher money. And that's something a lot of studios close and don't do. And, and I'm sure these days is actually happening. Too. Yep. So, so with the ability to be able to look at things and not take it personal, yeah, yeah. it made you mad. But again, it was about how do we still thrive? The students, when we quit, when we closed, they couldn't say, well, you took money from us. Exactly. We did it in a way that was proper. Exactly. And that, that's the, uh, the ability to adapt. And the negative visualization is being able to adapt no matter what. So that's, that's where the, the whole thing of ne- negative visualization is, cre- is reestablishing the faith in yourself, the faith in a higher power and the faith in yourself. And that's where people confuse hope and faith. Mm-hmm. Ho- ho- faith is concrete. <laughs> Faith in a higher power and faith in yourself is something solid. Hope is something too abstract. Hope is truly false data. And I'm sick and tired of false data and hope. I hope you'll be okay with this. (laughs) But uh, it's time to move on. Yes. (laughs) So say night-night. More on the preparation, the Ayurvedic preparation in... Next, next one. Next one. And it's going to be called Ayurveda Prepping. Exactly. Until next time, much, much love from both of us. Namaste Kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.